Hello, everyone, and welcome to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction. I'm your facilitator, the one and only Vincent T. Edwards, Mr. Speaker. Want to let you know to please check out the bishop's website at robertgrudolph.org. That's robertgrudolph.org. There you can listen to previous episodes of the podcast, stay informed of what the bishop has going on, all of his events and his services. Today's topic is the stages of life coming from Judges, chapter three verses five through 11. And sometime during the broadcast today, we may open up the floor. And if we open up the floor for questions, we ask that you please keep your questions related to today's topic, the stages of life. With that being said, Bishop Rudolph, it is so good to be back in the studio with you again. How are you doing, my brother? I am doing fine, sir. How are you doing? That's the question. I hope you're all right. I'm doing good. You know, recovering from that surgery that I had, but all is well. All is well. God is good. Great. All the time, brother. All the time. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we're here today. We're going to be talking about the stages of life. And I really want to get an understanding of this because I did a little study. We got all these different uh, stages in our life from infancy all the way up to uh, adolescence, all the way through to mature adulthood. So I want to see how this fits in with the stages of life here in the book of Judges. Start us off with a prayer today and then teach us, Bishop. Well, here we go. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for how good you've been to all of us. And God, I thank you for my friend, uh, Brother or Elder Edwards, God, Mr. Speaker, you allowing him to be up and at him and doing better than what he had been before. And God, thank you for his speedy recovery. Now, Lord, I ask that you would touch me as I minister a word through this podcast and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight O lord my strength and my redeemer amen well mr speaker i'm excited about today because i wanted to talk about the stages of life and i want to ask the audience what stage of life are they in right now now as we go to the old testament today you will find In the book of Judges, chapter 3, I want us to look at verses 5 through 11, and it talks about the different stages that the children of Israel went through with God. And let me just say this uh, in essence, that humanity and how we are on a day-to-day basis is quite predictable. And if you look at the book of Judges, you'll find exactly what I'm talking about. So let's let's talk about this. First of all, everybody goes through different stages. And if if you would be honest with yourself, Mr. Speaker, and I'm definitely honest with myself and and the listeners, if we would be honest with ourselves, we know that there are different stages that we have gone through. And if you look at the children of Israel, you will find uh, that they did exactly what we do on an everyday basis. So let's look at verse seven, first of all. Now, verses five through seven talks about um, how the children of Israel, they dwelt among people. Uh, they, they were dwelling among other nations. And because of that, they begin to pick up different things that God did not want them to do. And they started doing them. So if you look at verse seven, you'll find, and the children of Israel did evil 
in the sight of the Lord. Again, and the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and forgot the Lord their God and served Balaam and the groves. Now, I want you to look at this just for a second because they were around individuals who did not trust, neither did they worship the one true God. Because of that, they began to do exactly what these other people were doing, and that was to rebel. They had a rebellious stage or a rebellious cycle. And so verse 7 tells us that the people of God, they begin to serve other gods while dwelling among other nations. And they got into a rebellious stage. Well, God tells us in his word, plain and simple, he tells us that I am a jealous God. And I don't want you to have any other gods before me. So that leads us to verse 8. Because they did what they did. Verse 8 tells us that the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. And he sold them into the hand of another king, into a hand of another people. And the children of Israel had to serve this particular king for eight years. What am I saying? Because they rebelled then they begin to deal with retribution. Because God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. And so retribution, uh, or excuse me, rebellion leads to retribution because God must be the only one we serve. The only one we serve. So they were rebellious at first in verse 7 because they began to take up time with other individuals who did not believe in the one true God, and they picked up their habits and, and other things that they did. And then because of that, God is saying, all right, now that you are against me or you're doing what I don't want you to do, you're going to have to pay for it. And I'm here to tell each and every one of us that there are some things that we're going to have to pay for because we brought it upon ourselves. The Bible says that God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. So they went from retribution, then they went into retribution. Now in verse 9, it tells us this, where it says in verse 9, And when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer to the children of Israel. All right. Now, let's look at this for a second. They rebelled. They paid for their rebellion. And now in verse 9, the Bible says they cried unto the Lord. Now, that word cry in this particular passage of Scripture meant that they repented to the Lord. And that's all we have to do. Whenever we come out of that rebellious stage and wherever we um, um, start to uh, make retribution or start paying for what we did that was wrong and that was a stage of retribution then we come to a stage or I hope we come to a stage of repentance it seems as if we would repent before God has to show us something but a lot of times we don't repent like we should but the Bible tells us that God is rich in mercy and he definitely awaits us to be humble and for us to cry unto him. So the first three stages that we talked about, Mr. Speaker, and we can open it up for just discussion before I give you the last two stages, is what stage are you in? Are you in the rebellious stage? 
in verse 7, what the children of Israel dealt with? Are you in the retribution stage? Are you in a stage where you're paying and reaping what you sowed, you have sown? Or are you in a repentant stage saying, God, I'm sorry for what I've done. I've messed up. I know I've paid for it, but God, I really need you to help me right now. What do you think, Mr. Speaker? I think a lot of people are in, is, you're in one of those phases. If you have not, um, it's kind of like reminds me of your, you know, you're either on your way to a storm, in a storm, or coming out of a storm. So mm-hmm. somewhere in life, you're in one of these, one of these stages. Most of all, people, I find a lot of people in that crying out stage and uh, repenting because they're tired of being beat up. They're tired of going through retribution by God. But the challenge then becomes they start the cycle again, because when I look at what you were talking about, the children of Israel dwelling there. My question is, what influence or how do we allow the influence of others to get us into trouble? Because we should be able with the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us to live amongst people and not take on their characteristics or their ways. But it seems like here they were totally influenced and it drew them away from God. Well, you're exactly right, Mr. Speaker. We can live in a world and not be a part of the world. But at this point, The children of Israel did the opposite of what God wanted them to do. He did not want them to spend time uh, with other cultures that would be against them serving God as God. And because of that, they just let their guard down. And quite frankly, we do it often. God tells us to go right, but we want to go left. God tells us to go up but we want to go down. Uh, He tells us not to, and we want to. So there's always the, we do the opposite of what he has asked us or even what he has commanded us to do. But when we repent, God is rich and mercy and he gives us another chance. So that's why I believe, uh, and we can, we can live this way now because of the Holy Spirit. But in those days, the children of Israel, uh, they were following after God. And, and in the process, they fell by the wayside. But when they repented, they got it right. So, yes. Yeah, so that, that whole concept is no matter what you do, God is standing there ready to forgive. It reminds me of the New Testament when Jesus was asked um, by one of the disciples, how many times should I forgive someone? And he said seven times 70. So God is always there ready to do it. But at the same time, I do believe we should not consciously or willfully sin because we know that God is going to forgive us. Exactly. Exactly. When we do it that way, whenever we consciously sin, God uh, is in a position because he knows that we know what we're doing. And at that point, we really need mercy. Well, you know, they, they were in the rebellious stage. They were in the retribution stage. They they are now in the repentance stage. But if you look at verse nine, go to Judges uh, chapter three, verse nine you will find that there was another stage. And a lot of times, this is the stage that we are in because of what we did wrong. And that final stage is a stage of rescue. That's right, rescue. If we look at verse 9 of Judges 3 and 9, and I'm paraphrasing this, 
the children of Israel, they cried unto the Lord. Again, they, they repented unto the Lord. And the Bible says that God raised up a deliverer for the children of Israel. And this particular person, uh, Othniel, was the son of Canaz. And, and this particular person was Caleb's younger brother. Very interesting how uh, we know the story of Joshua and Caleb, and they had a different spirit. But obviously, it was in the family of Caleb for them to have a different spirit, because God raised up one of them to allow them to be a deliverer for the children of Israel. And then if you go to verse 10, you'll find out that the Spirit of the Lord then came upon them when they repented, when they asked God to give them another chance. God rescued them. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon the children of Israel. He judged Israel. They went out to war. And the Lord even delivered the king unto his hand. So what I'm telling you is that God rescued the children of Israel. He delivered his people through one that he raised up. And that's the way it is with God in us today. Let's look at Luke the fourth chapter. I want to read to you Luke, the fourth chapter at the 18th verse. And this tells us that God is in the business of delivering us, not only in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament. This particular verse is written in red, and we know that means in the New Testament uh, that it is the words or they are the words of Christ himself. Luke 4 and 18 says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance, notice that word, deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. bruised. Isn't it so wonderful that we are in a stage of being delivered? And, and then the Bible tells us that not only are we delivered, but we are set free. So God rescued the children of Israel just like he can rescue us today. And so so they, they had a rebellious stage. They had a retribution stage. They had a repentant stage. And then God rescued them. Now, if you look at verse 11, if you look at verse 11, the Bible mentions one other word. And that word is rest, R-E-S-T. It says, and the land had rest 40 years. For 40 years, there were no outbreaks of violence. For 40 years, there were no problems for the children of Israel. When they had peace with God, it brought about the peace of God. I'm going to say that one more time. Whenever you can stop and you can have the peace with God, oh, bless his name. When you have the peace with God, it brings about the peace of God. So rebellion, are we in that stage? Retribution, are we in that stage? Repentance, are we in that stage? Rescue, are we in that stage of deliverance? Or are we in the stage of rest? I want you to know, uh, Mr. Speaker, I want to be in the stage of rest. I, I definitely do. 
Most definitely. That is a great place and a great stage to be in because all things are well and you can live and have that abundant life. Bishop, when we look at the children of Israel here in the book of Judges, we see that they are cyclical because this to me, um, what I see is this is the first occurrence. They have that eight years of oppression, then 40 years of rest, but then they turn right back around and get in trouble again. And then they're in, they're in trouble for 18 years then. So tell me what happens to people during the period of rest to cause them to go back and be rebellious when they can realize, uh, just reflect upon what happened. Last time I rebelled, I got in trouble. I had to cry out. I got rescue now I'm in rest. Why don't we want to stay in rest, Bishop? Well, we get, and unfortunately, we get a spirit of amnesia. We forget where the Lord has brought us from. And whenever you forget, whenever you forget what God has done for you, you slip back into doing what you want to do. And it's just human nature. It's a predictability of human nature. And it's written throughout the book of Judges and in parts of the Old Testament. It's written throughout the Old Testament. We keep going back to the behavior, the behavior, the predictable behavior. And it's sad, but it happens. And you're so right. If you read that whole particular chapter of the book of Judges, the third chapter, you will find that they kept going back and forth, back and forth. They were all right for one moment. And then uh, for a few years, they would have peace and, and everything would be OK. And then they would get back into the same stage. It's just the predictability of humanity. But what I have uh, what I do and, and I talk to God every day and I say, Lord, help me to learn from the mistakes of the past. Help me to do what I'm supposed to do so that I'm not caught up in that ever again. And God, I want you to help me. God, I want you to give me another chance. But I appreciate what you've done for me. And I will never forget what you have done. And I thank you. And I'm going to walk in your way. I am going to do what it is that you need me to do. Well, Bishop, it makes us think of that, that good old call and response. Jesus, I never forget what you've done for me. And sometimes we stand up there and we sing it a lot because we forget and run right back into trouble. <laughs> exactly. We, I mean, we do. We do. We, 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 we do. But, uh, hey, I, God, I'll never forget. I made a vow to the Lord. I won't take it back. And I am going to do your will. Excellent teaching on today, Bishop, dealing with the stages of life based upon what the children of Israel did from rebellion to retribution, repentance, rescue and arrest. At this time, I'd like to open up the floor for anyone who has a question or thought or input regarding today's topic, um, dealing with the stages of life for Bishop Rudolph. Any questions? Well, looks like there are no questions on today. Bishop, would you give us a summary and close us out? Well, I hope and pray that I did the lesson well. Uh, that's the reason why there, there were no questions on uh, this morning. And I, I just hope that everybody caught what we were saying and they enjoyed um, the lesson on today. Just in, in conclusion, I think all of us can be found at some stage of this cycle. 
And, and that's what it is. It's the predictability cycle. It's a cycle of what we have always done. And I think all of us can be found at some stage of this cycle. Now, we can either run from temptation and uh, cry out to God for help if we're in bondage and then be thankful. And at some point, we can rest. But my question to the audience today is, where are you in this cycle? Are you rebellious? Are you getting back what you've done? Are you repentant? Are you being rescued now? Or is now a time of rest? And I hope and pray that it's a time of rest for each and every one of us because God has been so good. And let's just rest, get our heads together, do what he wants us to do so that we can continue to serve him in the beauty of holiness. Yes, indeed. And I definitely want to do whatever I can do to maintain and be at rest. Thank you so very much today, Bishop, for this teaching on the stages of life coming from Judges 3, 5 through 11. Everyone, thank you today for tuning in and listening to Bishop Rudolph's teaching today. This is Mr. Speaker, your facilitator, reminding you to visit robertgrudolph.org, robertgrudolph.org. That's the website where you can find out all about the bishop and listen to previous podcast episodes. Also, please share uh, this podcast with your friends, family, and neighbors and coworkers, and it's also available on the Apple platform. So please share with them so that they can, can be blessed and stay on point as well. You've been listening to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction.